Yo, 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 good morning, Nashville. Good morning, Nashville. Man, peace to the city and peace to the planet, guys. We made it to another Monday morning in this month of August, Nashville. You are listening to the Black Man Ventu Podcast. Good morning, Nashville. Have you heard of Black Man Vent today? We're excited, Nashville. My name is Jonathan Davis. I go by Junebug. Nashville, my name is Leon Davis Jr. And I go by L Dog. And again, we're here and we're going into this second season, not second season, but second year of this mm. podcast, man. And I'm just glad to still have a platform, man, where we can just air out the venting of black men. I'm, yeah. I'm, I like that, man, because at the end of the day, black men need a place to talk about this situation, talk about their issues, man. So that's what we try to do. We try to be that platform for men to be able to come here and do that. We can't always get every man that we approach to come and, you know, give us their uh, uh, story, man, and what they're dealing with so that they, you know, this we have to understand too, brothers, that our story may help somebody else's story, man. So don't be ashamed. Don't be afraid, man. You can uh, let us know, man, when you want to jump on, man, and we'll lock you in. Right. In some kind of way, we'll get you in, man. So, uh, and again, thank you for just listening to us, brother. Thank you for your listenership. And uh, we just thank you for uh, continuing to tune in every Monday. Nashville again, man. Hopefully by now you guys are able to see the vision that my dad and I are trying to put into the city. And it's pretty much just simple, man. We want to be the voice for the voiceless. Yeah. Want to make sure that we are pouring back into our city, into our culture, and really, really reaching out to each and every black man that we can that's willing to come vent on our platform. Really? We don't want to force anything because with venting, it comes a sense of vulnerability. Yeah. And, um, you know, not a lot of black men are there yet, you know, but we want to let those black men know and others that we do have a platform that's a safe space for you to get some stuff off your chest yes, and be able to, again, hopefully allow your testimony to help the testimony, to help the lives of someone else that's that right. may hear that testimony. So with that being said, Nashville, man, you know what season we in, man. If y'all been following us, we are in the raw venting season. Raw venting. Man, man, it's it's gonna be. It might be uncut, it might be dirty, but it's here, and it's on the Black Man Ventu podcast, man. And again, we just want to thank you guys for supporting us. The We Win Festival, Nashville. Yeah, if you yeah. guys want to look that up on any social media platform, we will be a part of the We Win Festival at Hadley Park, August the twenty seventh, from twelve to six. Yeah, from twelve to six, we'll be selling our merch, our hats, our hoodies. It's finna get cold outside. I know y'all yeah, need some good merch. Hoodies, Make come sure, man, y'all come tap in with Black Man Event 2. Uh, show us some love, man, at the We Win Festival, August the 27th. Make sure you guys jot that in. Body Mass Index again, Nashville, Raw Venting and a Black Man with our special guest, man. I'm super excited to have our guy with us. And, uh, man, after our sponsorship segment break, we're going to go ahead and get right into the content for today. Raw Venting is the season. Black Man Event 2 is the podcast. Nashville. Have you heard a black man vent today? And just like that, man, just like that, Nashville, we're back. We're back, man. Your favorite podcast each and every Monday. We ain't missed a Monday, Nashville. The black man vent to podcast. Good morning, man. Major shout out to God for just allowing us to yeah. continue yeah. Throughout this year, uh, with so much going on, man, within just our family and the families of those that are listening to us, we want to thank you guys again for supporting the Black Man Vent 2 podcast. Let's get into it, man. Raw yeah. Vent is the Let's season, and we're excited to be a part of you guys Monday morning. Let's talk about our guest on today. 
my good friend, good brother, Reverend Roosevelt Keys III. Naturally, he was born October the 3rd, 1976 to Elder and Mrs. Roosevelt Keys Jr. in Torrance, California. He accepted Christ at an early age and began preaching at the tender age of five years old at the Church of God of Prophecy in Compton, California. During the time from five years old until this present day, God has allowed him to be very active in ministry. Moving from California to Houston, Texas, Nashville, after graduating high school, his ministry continued to grow. Excuse me. However, coming from one denomination to another has not stopped this energetic young man of faith. He was licensed in the Baptist faith in 1998 at the New Bright Star Missionary Baptist of Houston, Texas, under the leadership of Dr. Lester J. Scott Mm -hmm. and ordained at the Mount Corinth Missionary Baptist Church in 2004 under the leadership of Reverend Kenneth Webster. Nashville Reverend Keyes has preached across the country. He has done workshops. He's participated in street ministry, taught Bible study, and has preached adult and youth revivals. He is also an accomplished musician, playing the drums since the age of three, has, has allowed him to play for many in the gospel music industry as well as several churches. Nashville again, Reverend Keys III. He's the father of two sons, Roosevelt R. Keys and Zacharias Keys. On October the 8th, 2016, he married the former Reverend Tania W. Make sure I get this right, Real. Go ahead. Tony. Miss Tony. Miss Tony. Tony. Yeah. Tony. You know, Do I know Miss Tony? Yeah. Miss Tony, if you listen to this, how you yeah. doing? <laughs> yeah, you know what, married to Miss Tony, October the 8th, 2016. He is also a 33, excuse me, he is a 33rd degree mason under universal supreme council 33rd and last degree of masonry nashville reverend key's motto is if i can help somebody as i travel along this way then my living shall not be in vain yes sir without further ado man yes, presenting sir. to some introducing to others man my good friend good brother reverend roosevelt keys the third big dog how you doing this morning good morning nashville how you doing this morning Good to see you, man. Good to see you, my brother. Hey, man, I'm just glad to have you on, man, because, uh, you know, my son be dominating with all these young cats, man. So I finally got an older, <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, older sir. bro on here. Now, man, I be 46, be to find 46 in October. <laughs> be trying to find these older brothers, man, yeah. right around my age, man. So, brothers, if you're listening, hey, man, sign up, brother. Sign Come on, up. Man. Yeah. Sign up, man. But uh, yeah. good to have you, my brother, yes, man. Sir. Glad, glad to, glad to be here have with you on, man. And glad to have you on this season, man, of raw venting, man. And when I was thinking about who could I get on for something like this, man? And I thought about brothers that I know at work and, then I thought about, I said, I need somebody that's well-rounded and somebody that's seen a lot of stuff. So you being a man of God and also a man from California, man, you've seen, seen and done a lot of stuff, man. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to go ahead and dive right off into it right now, man. Tell me, Real, what's the state of life for you right now? Right now, I'm just trying to find my place after graduating with a master's. Mm-hmm. You know, you go to school to better yourself, but also to help your community. That's right. I don't believe we're supposed to get education just so we can keep it for ourselves. Come on now. Once we get it, we're supposed to reach out and help somebody else to try to get where we are. Mm -hmm. But for black men, for so long, we've been taught that we got to pull ourselves up by our own boots. Mm -hmm. I believe we're supposed to take our boots, put them to work to go help somebody else get their boots. Come on, man. And so when we do that, we're actually helping black men and not just hurt them. Yes. Uh, we had that crab in the bucket mentality. Yeah. 
You got yours. Now yeah. I got to get mine, yeah. but I don't want to help you because if I help you, you might make me look like yep. I'm less. Mm-hmm. Instead of saying, no, nah, we gonna help each other get to the next level. Yes. So I think that's where we should be right now in this time. Yeah, man. Culturally, man, we look so at true. things as as levels and not as true leadership. Like you just said, a lot of times, culturally, we'll see the crab in the bucket getting ready to tip it over. You pull them by the leg because they are level up from you. But that crab could be leading you into so much more of, of, of fruitfulness and and, 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 and and abundance, you know what I'm saying? But like you said, we get so stuck into the levels. You know, this next person that's beside of me, what his wallet look like. Right. But the next man beside of me, what they car look like. Right. We get into that, man, and I think a lot of times that's really, really where the mental kind of, kind of, you, you lose yourself when you kind of get wrapped up in <clears> stuff <throat> like that. Well, I mean... It was always put in place for us to have that issue with each other. Talk, man. Talk Every man. black man feel like they have to one up the next one. Mm. So if you get a car, I got to get a better car. Mm. You mm. get a house, I need to get a better house. You have a trophy wife, I need to find one that's a whole lot better than yours. Mm. So I can say, look what I got. Yeah. And yeah. sometimes yeah. that happens because some, nobody has ever said to us, you are somebody. Mm. Mm-hmm. We hear it from politicians, but we don't hear it from the black men we need to hear it from. Come on now. Some of the fathers were not in the home, so they didn't know how to tell their son, you somebody. Yeah. And because yeah. they yeah. never heard it, they don't know how to respond exactly. now that they have. So yep. now they have to do something to prove to everybody else mm-hmm. that I'm a man. Yep. Yeah. 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 Yeah, man. And you know, it's that's sad because, like you said, and um, brother just talked about it last week, man, about how the fathers are not in the home and we you know and i just thought we was just kind of elaborating on it. i said man you know that's been a plot by the enemy for a long time man mm-hmm. is to break and that that's how you kill a family you kill a family by killing the head so once i get the man out the family then i leave the family dangling like the like the body of a snake you cut the head off then the body just all over the place mm-hmm. that's where the families are right now man and and that's where the enemy has been doing this for a long time i'm just gonna call it for what it is man the people that are in the powers that be they don't want us to, to get to get a leg up man because at the end of the day black man they know that you are strong yeah. and they know that you can do it but they have to keep us divided and keep us going at one another because if we ever re- realize once we unite how strong we are, if we ever could get that man, then we could really take off to the next level, man. Mm-hmm. You're right. And just on yesterday, I preached from Joshua chapter 4. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sorry, Joshua chapter 24, verse 15. And mm-hmm. that B portion says, but yeah. as for me and my house. Yes, sir. Uh, the reason we have so many issues is because there's no man taking care of the house. Mm-hmm. And it's time for us to get past this mentality of letting the world tell the church how the church ought to be. Mm -hmm. And we ought to be that example for the world. Mm -hmm. And when they see a real black man that have not just a voice in his community, but you got to have a voice at your home first. And a lot of our churches are empty and our jailhouses are full Mm -hmm. because we don't have nobody saying this is what we're going to do. Why is it that we say our kids have to go to school, but we don't make them go to church? I know we're in a pandemic. Mm-hmm. I know we, you know, yeah. people been having to watch uh, virtually. church mm-hmm. virtually, mm-hmm. but now churches have opened up and yes, where sir. are the people? Yes, sir. So what is your excuse? When are we going to stand up as black men? Because our mm-hmm. 
we are the ones that's filling up the majority of the jail cells. Mm-hmm. So when are we going to stand up and say enough is enough and we tired of our kids and our grandkids yeah, ending man. up in the system that they had put in place from the time they was in third grade mm-hmm. it's time for us to change that chapter yeah, so man. the only way we can change that chapter is by stepping it up stepping up and using our voice and saying hey as for me and my house i don't care what you do at the davis house i don't mm-hmm. care what you do at my house mm-hmm. this is what rules yeah, man. And so I use for a subject house rule. Mm-hmm. <laughs> house rule. I like that. Yeah. I like that, That's man. Smooth. You know, That's and I'm gonna tell you what, man. And you said it so eloquently, man. What about, about how we got to get the brother back in the house? And and when you when when a man has a house, he had to set some boundaries in his right. house, man. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, I wanted to teach my sons more than I taught them. I want to teach them more about Black history. I wanted to teach them more about how to work on cars because I did all that stuff when I was growing up. But my mentality was, man, I got so busy with life, but I was trying to make a living. But one thing I didn't, I, I did not allow to get away from me is I did not allow uh, not teaching my sons, not introducing them to Christ. Right. I might have missed out on a lot of stuff, right. but right. I didn't miss right. that right. piece. Right. I right. introduced my sons to Christ. They can't say now they can say they don't know him. But that's because that's what you're saying. Because I introduce you to him. Now, all this up to, but you know, the Bible talks about this. Uh, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his, his righteousness. Yeah. And all these other things shall be added unto you. So I was seeking him and his mm-hmm. righteousness. Now, some of them other things, I do hate I missed out right. on that. But guess what? They know and they understand who Jesus is, man. Now, we live in a world now, Rail, that they don't want to adhere to that. Right. They don't want to adhere to that. Right. What is it going to take? For these brothers to understand, and I know this ain't a this you know we trying to stay on this raw vent and that's what we doing, but we talking about problems, right? And mm-hmm. one thing that we have in our community now is problems, and we've always had issues. But one thing that used to be real relevant in our community is the church. Right. What's going on with that now, man? The church has become a place where people decide if they want to use it. Come on now, they mm-hmm. use it for when they mm-hmm. feel it's necessary. Wow. And that's the same way people use Jesus. Mm, mm. As long as everything is going good in their life, mm-hmm. they all right. Lord, yeah. I don't need you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But as soon yeah. as they hit rock bottom, mm. yeah. then they want to say, Lord, it's I. Woe is me. Yeah, Why yeah. am I the one that's going through this? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The Bible says that it rains on the just as and well the as the unjust. Yes. So that means no matter if you saved or not, you're going to still face trials. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The Bible says in this life, we will have trials and tribulations but we have to be a good cheer Mm -hmm. for god has already overcome the trials that we're gonna go through but Mm -hmm. a lot of times we don't want to as black men accept the fact that we go through stuff Mm -hmm. we have this skin that has an s imprinted on it Mm -hmm. that says i'm superman Mm -hmm. so i can't cry Mm-hmm. I, I can't show my weakness. I can't show that I'm vulnerable because if I show I'm vulnerable, mm-hmm. then I'm showing I'm weak. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And as black men, we got to get past that because there are times when we just got to say, I don't know what to do. Dude, look here, man. I, I'm struggling. And it's okay, part, though. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, but yeah. the sad part is yeah. if those of us who are Generation X and baby mm-hmm. boomers don't show the millennials that hey we didn't went through some stuff too yeah when y'all get to the point of don't know what to do 
Yeah. How y'all gonna tell that next generation? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you yeah. keep getting everything fed to you and it seems like it's just that easy, yeah. when life really hits you, right? What you gonna do then? Yeah. And then you talk about man, how just men build that image of, of putting that S on your chest, man. J. Cole, one of my favorite rappers, man, he said in a song, Pride is the devil. Is yeah, <laughs> and I think it's got a hold on me. Yeah. And a lot of times, that is the problem. You know, like especially with black men. I and, and, and just me personally, I, I, I'm gonna spin back what Pop was talking about um, because he's right. You know, like growing up, I'm at an age now where if I don't go to church on Sunday, I feel funny. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I feel funny. I know my boys out there, man. We, ain't, I mean, we ain't diving off into the Old Testament every time we talk. Like, right. No, nothing like that. Right. But they know where I come from. Right. You know what I'm saying? In respect to the scripture. Right. And then I know where they come from. But at the end of the day, it's always their respect. But what I wanted to ask you, Rev, man, and again, we talking about Ralph Van Nashville. What are the distractions? Because it's plenty. Uh, when you're talking about why we're not truly tapping into the spirituality, whatever spiritual person or thing that you decide to attach to because as pop said we're not on here to to, to profess religious beliefs right, or nothing right, like that right. but we talking about what we talking about we've been what we've been about, about right so with that being about, said what are some of the distractions man that that are hindering a lot of the millennials a lot of the uh you know the, the uh elder generations man what's hindering us from really really tapping back into the church and tapping back into more of that spiritual understanding I believe our hindrance is people want someone that's going to be genuine. Mm-hmm. They're tired of copycats. Mm-hmm. Come on now. They're, they're tired on, of now. fake people. Come on now. Mm-hmm. We have got to a point where we have become so saved that we're no earthly good. Mm-hmm. Elaborate on that because I, I know what you meant, but they didn't. So uh, people think because we put on the suit yeah, and yeah, we yeah. put on gaiters or yeah, whatever you wear yeah. that you are super Christian. Right. Yeah, yeah. We all got some issues. <laughs> Today's episode of Black Men Vent 2 is brought to you by the popular black business in Nashville, Taylor Made Images. Taylor Made Images is ran by Joshua Taylor, and it is a business that helps creatives, entrepreneurs, and businesses build brands through photo and video content. Any filmmaking, photos, wedding pictures, anniversaries, needing to capture the moment of life, feel free to contact TaylorMade Images on all social media platforms. Let's get back into the episode. From the pulpit to the back door to the wino to the prostitute, we all have some issues. And the secret is a lot of the folks in our church are in them communities, but folks, they dress it up. So when you see me dressed up, you don't realize I got issues just like you. Just because I stand in the pulpit and preach, I still got to deal with life when I come out of the pulpit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times, Mm -hmm. because we are not relevant in our sermons, people are dying. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of my professors put it like this Mm -hmm. at American Baptist. Mm -hmm. They said that God judges our sermons before we preach. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And Pastor Thomas has said that on several occasions. He said, mm-hmm. when we get up to preach, mm-hmm. it's not about us. Right. Mm-hmm. We got to mm-hmm. remember who it's about. Yeah. But we're in the pool pit trying to pull people out of mm-hmm. what they're going through. Mm-hmm. So every Sunday when we stand up, we're supposed to be trying to help somebody get out of whatever they're dealing with. And a lot of wow. times we can't help them get out of it because we're not saying that. Mm. I like mm. that, man. A lot of rappers say stuff that we don't want to hear. Right. Right. A lot of R&B people sing stuff that we don't want to hear, but they're crying out and asking for help as well. You're so right. And we're missing it because Mm -hmm. that's not what we listen to. Mm, Wow, you said a lot. We're missing it because we don't want to be Mm open-minded. We are so closed-minded that everything has to be Jesus on the main line telling what you want. Well, my daddy said like this, some things we can't bring Jesus in. Mm. He said, Mm. when you're trying to make love Mm. to your wife, you're not trying to hear Jesus on the main line. You're trying to hear something (laughs) that's going to get you in the mood. Talk what you talk. (laughs) Talk what you talking <laughs> for what you trying to do. Talk what you talking. So, so we have to we have yeah. to be real with people. And I know they say, oh, well, you shouldn't say this because you a preacher. Well, I mean, you know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of things. Well, no, a lot of us don't should not say, yeah, but yeah, we say yeah. it when we say it. But we have to be a, accountable for what we say. But we have to be accountable for people to tell them, hey, look, I see where you are. Yeah. Let me see what I can do to help you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. when I all we can do is throw it out to them. Mm-hmm. It's for them to decide what they want to do with it. Let me let That's me so ask true. you this. Let me ask you this. So what true. what is the what is the fine line between open mindedness and and really really just understanding what Christianity is? If that makes sense. And that's a that's a real broad question, but yeah. to narrow it in you can be open-minded in church you know what i'm saying and, and have that understanding that you're not a super christian you know right. at the end of the day we all go through stuff right but then there are those people that that really really everything that they do is strapped down to the church to the good church right. and the good bible man what what is the what's what's the thin line in between again open-mindedness and, and the religion and christianity itself so open-mindedness says for me that you can take Jesus is on the main line, our amazing grace, and put a beat to it that's going to draw that generation. That's mm. going to understand it. See, I come from mm. the generation when they said, I love the Lord, he heard my cry and mm. pitied every groan. Mm. They mm. sang it the old Dr. Watts way. Mm. But mm. now if we could get Kurt Franklin to take them same words. Yeah, Ty Tribbett, them type of dudes. Yeah. Ty yeah. Tribbett. Yeah. I mean, the other yeah. night on the, on the uh, Music Awards, on the Dove Awards, they mm. had, you know, Kurt Franklin and mm. all them, they were singing at the end. Yeah. If we can take some of these songs that reached us when we were young mm-hmm. and just change the beat. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying change the method, yeah. but you got to change the beat because yeah, the man. beat is what's going to draw some people. Yeah, yeah. Dude, we, yeah. Have, we, we keep forgetting mm-hmm. that Satan was the first director of music. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So he knows how to get people to move. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But what has happened is we have got so starched and we didn't put so much starch in Christianity Mm -hmm. that we don't think that people who have another background can come to Christ. Right. Well, we can reach them, but it's how you trying to reach them. Mm -hmm. Growing up in California, Mm -hmm. we used to go fishing. Mm -hmm. And it's funny when you talk to people about what kind of bait they use. Mm -hmm. There was times where we used frosted flakes mm-hmm. wow. and corn flakes mm-hmm. wow. as yeah. bait mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. But you caught a certain kind of fish with that. Yeah. Okay. See, people think when you go fishing, you always got to use worms. Yeah. No, you use whatever, whatever. method you have yeah, to yeah, use. Yeah. Right, right. Because right. some, you know, you can fish with another fish. Yeah. 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 You, you can catch That's a right. small fish, cut him up, mm-hmm. and use him as bait. Yeah. yeah. You know, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. whatever it is that it takes to get the people, we have to be open of mind to know that the Bible says, I got some folks that's going to come. But in order for them to come, we got to lift him up. Because mm-hmm. he said, if I be lifted, lifted up, up yes, mm-hmm. from the earth, mm-hmm. I'll draw. The problem mm-hmm. is we trying to draw. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we using mm-hmm. the wrong bait. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know what? And I'm mm-hmm. liking what you're saying, man, because mm-hmm. we as Christians had to understand, like you just said, open-mindedness. If I'm open-minded, that does not mean that, you know, if you if I allow you to see my flaws, that you're gonna look at me differently. If right. you look at me differently, that's on you. Right. That ain't on me. Because right. I know what Christ done done for me. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So what how you look at me? Oh, he this, he that. Yeah, but at the end of the day, I'm saved. And right. I know I'm saved. You ain't right. got to tell me that. But do that make me different because I used to be in the streets too? Nah, because I still know some of them dudes. Right. I still I'm talking about I still friends with some of them right. dudes. Right. And like you talking about the music, my son already know, man. I listen to all kind of rap, right. Christian rap, regular rap, right. but I like rap. So guess what? I didn't stop and stop listening to rap music because it came with Christian. Right. I just started listening to Christian rap. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I listened to it, but, and you know, and, and then what you have to be careful of though, everybody's message is not a good message. No. So I understand that piece. No, but so you got to know some truth going into it. Right. So like you said, even with being understanding world events and what's going on in the religious circles, if I don't understand what's going on in the Muslim world, in the Hebrew Israelite world, right. in the Jehovah Witness world, in the Seventh-day Adventist world, then how am I gonna know what I'm standing on? Right. You got to be open enough to understand everybody's point of view and take their perspective and it don't have to change you. No. Because I guarantee you, man, you got some different beliefs on something, but guess right. what? You still my partner though. Exactly. You yeah. still a preacher that I like, you know? I so, think so it, it don't matter, you know what I'm saying? It's crazy because I think, you know, we, we get our emotions so involved yeah. in the church nowadays. There it man. is. Yeah, and I think we start is. throwing out that hypocrisy word. Yes, and I just want to ask both of y'all, just being ministers from, you know, the millennial generation. I think a lot, I, I speak for our generation when I say a lot of us are not in church because we feel like y'all are doing in the pulpit what we doing in the pews. Right. So what makes this man up here in front of this pulpit mm-hmm. to tell me a message from God if he's doing the same thing that I'm doing? What are both of y'all's beliefs? on hypocrisy and how that's affected the church from a millennial generation. So we have to be careful what we do and what, who we let see us do what we do. Come on, man. They always told me, Rev, God, your witness. Right. That is. I mean, we sing the song, This Little Light of Mine. Mm-hmm. All of us have a little light, but it's how we let it shine. Mm, yeah. And so yeah. if we letting our light shine in front of you in a way as a millennial that yeah. makes it look dim, mm-hmm. then we mm-hmm. need to do something about that. Come on now. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. some things I can't do yeah. with my son. Come on yeah. now. That I can do with my partner. Come on now. For sure. Yeah. Man, talk, yeah. man. Yeah. I can't yeah. sit and drink with my son mm-hmm. and expect for him to respect me mm. if I'm not being mm. that father mm. to say no you I'm got you. Uh, my dad was mm-hmm. strategic of what he let me see him do <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. But my dad, mm. he, he he was like, he said, I make money. Mm. So I'm going to do what I want to do, how I want to do. So right. when I wanted a suit, my daddy bought me nice suits, but mm. he never bought me the same grade that he got. Come on now. Because mm-hmm. he said, you have to get to that level to buy this grade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So since I'm buying it for you, I'm going to get you something that's nice, mm-hmm. but it's going to be a little cheaper grade because mm-hmm. you're not ready for that. Mm-hmm. So that's the same thing we have to understand even when it comes to Christianity. Mm-hmm. We have to feed people where they are and stop trying to overfeed them. I like it. And then I we like got to stop giving I these like Mickey Mouse sermons. I like it. Mickey, Mickey Mouse. We got to stop doing Mickey these Burger Mouse. King sermons. Yeah, yeah. Have it your way because yeah. what we're trying to do is not hurt feelings. Mm-hmm. And sometimes your yeah. feelings going to get hurt. Sometimes yeah. what's yeah. good for us is nasty. Yeah. Man, yeah. On, I don't yeah. like Castrol, but yeah. I know Castrol is good for Shout out to my granny. Yeah. yeah I mean, I definitely know what Castrol has helped yeah. a whole lot of us, but yeah. we have to be careful. And I reach out to the millennial group because that's the group that's going to take over when we lead a screen. That's we right. we up next. Right. And yeah. if we not yeah. Given what we supposed to give to yeah. you, our churches are going to die. Man. Man. It's no other way of saying it. Man. When you go to a church and the the age of the youngest person in your church is in their fifties or sixties, yeah. your church is going to die. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's no fresh blood. Yeah. I yeah. just talked to a yeah, pastor yeah, yeah. last night about that, and he's really conflicted now about how far he wants to go with this congregation. Because he told me, he'd he been with the congregation for 10 years, and he told me, I'm not going to call his name out, so because sometimes he listens to the podcast too, but he told me that he'd been with the congregation for 10 years, and they're not really understanding his vision. He said he did a funeral the other day. He said he was the youngest dude in the funeral, man, and he 46. Yeah, man. He said, man, all his members, he basically the youngest member. So he trying to take them somewhere, man, but they just not feeling it, man. And, and and that's a tough position to be in, man, because you got a man that's a man of God. God is giving him vision. Now he conflicted on staying or, or going or, you know what I'm saying? And like you said, but we got we got to do something, man, as far as bringing these youth back in, man, because, and at the end of the day, I know we come up on doc, and this is what I mean with this. If you bring a young person in church and they do something that you think is conflicting to what you're trying to present at the church, then we got to teach them. Right. We got to teach them. Right. But let's get them in here first. Right. And then start teaching them. You know what I'm saying? Well, the other issue we have is back to what I was talking about with the sermon on yesterday. The issue is we're trying to catch new fish when we got fish in our house that's not mm. saved. Wow. Joshua took a stand and said, ask for me. Yeah. And my house. How is it that we have churches that's full of fathers and mothers and grandmothers, but where your children, where your grandchildren, you want a pastor to come into a church and build your youth ministry up, but the youth is your people and they not come. So how are we going to build with something that we don't have to build with? Yeah. 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 Junebug, you, yeah. you, yeah. you're a millennial. Yeah. So yeah. millennials catch millennials. That's true. 
So if I give you enough to go out with, because yeah. that's all yeah. we come to church for is to get some fuel yeah. so we could go back out Don't and pour like, yeah. out yeah. what we didn't have poured in. Yeah, so right. what I got to yeah. do that's is right. pour enough into you yeah. Yeah. so that yeah. when you go out and talk to your boys, they see enough light in you that they say, man, you know, it's something different about June Bug. Yeah. I need yeah. to go yeah. see what's going on. Right. So right. we are right. the witness yeah. for God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if, we, if you don't have nothing in you to pour out to them. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. Can't, I can't yeah. I can't. Yeah. yeah. I'm with you. I'm you with you. can draw people we can't. Yeah. Right. Yeah. right. That's so true. Right. And Real. so That's since so you can draw them, what do we need to do to keep your mind right mm-hmm. so you can go get them? Yeah. Now, once you get them in, we'll clean them up. We'll keep yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. See, right, see right, right, uh, right. Uh, when right. you go fishing, if you really fish, mm-hmm. once you bring the fish in, you yes, got to clean it. That's right. Before you eat it. That's mm-hmm. right. So if you don't clean them, you got all kind of junk. Man. Well, a lot of us got a lot of junk in us, mm-hmm. and we ain't been cleaned up yet. We still mm-hmm. getting worked on. Mm-hmm. And then like fishing too, when you uh, don't find the fish you want or it ain't big enough or whatever, you, you throw, throw it back. back. In the water. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. Wow, and man. we throwing back folk lies because they yeah. don't look like what we think they ought to look like. Ooh, they come to church yeah. and they not wearing Stacey Adams and they don't have on suits, mm. so we won't let them come. Yeah, and then yeah. we want to use that scripture that we've been messing up for so long. <laughs> come, come on, y'all. Come on. Come on. Come on. I knew what you yeah. wasn't talking about yeah. what you had on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, was talking yeah. about yeah. how your mind is, yeah, yeah, yeah. where you are in your where life. Because see, you can yeah. come in there jacked up, yeah, and leave yeah. cleaned up. Yeah, you can come in there an addict and leave out an evangelist. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, but then we want to put criteria on what a person ought to go through. Yeah, to say who they are, who they are. Let me pause you, man. Let's go into a commercial break yeah, because I definitely yeah. want to talk about mental health in terms of church. I yeah. think that's a very important thing yeah, to discuss, man. Right after this commercial break, man, we got the one and only Reverend Roosevelt yes, Keys the third, man, yes, hitting sir. us off right. Raw Venn is the season. Nashville, have you heard of Black Man Vent today? Right after this con- commercial break, we'll get right back into the content for today. On this commercial break, Black Men Ventu wants to provide our audience with a little bit of motivation as you guys get through this week. The next video you will hear is titled When Life Breaks You, a powerful motivational speech constructed by Ben Lionel Scott. Black Men Ventu does not own any copyrights to the information and music being presented. Enjoy. I don't care how good you are, I don't care how talented you are, I don't care how much you work on yourself, there are some times when things aren't going to go right. There are times when anything that can happen will happen. Life happens. The unexpected the uncalled for, the unintentional. We've been damaged emotionally, damaged spiritually. It may be your business. It may be your heart that is broken today. It may be the number in your bank account that is screaming, 
you are broke. You can break physically, you can break mentally, you can break your heart, you can break your spirit, and all of those are going to leave a mark. But the mark that they leave can be the mark of victory or can be the mark of defeat. It is staying with the breaking that produces the blessing. It is not what you go through that determines where you end up. It's who you listen to. Because I think right now you are walking through a valley between two voices. One is wisdom, one is worry. One is gratitude, one is grumbling. One is blame, one is faith. Because every time you break, and in every way that you break, while it's a chance for you to give up and for you to fall apart, but there's also opportunity to get stronger and get smarter and get faster and get tougher and get more stable and get more resilient and get better. What I need you to do is I need you to find a reason to keep going. And if you can find a reason to keep going, I know you're strong enough to do it because you're human. And every human has what it takes to get past whatever they're going through if they decide to. Push through it. Push through it. Tragedy and trials come to everybody. Only the strong survive. The fight isn't over. The fight is just beginning. You have the opportunity to show the world what you are really made of. I need you to look at that sickness that's going on in your life right now, whatever it is. I want you to say, I can beat it. I can beat it. I will beat it. I must. I got a family to live for. I ain't through yet. My life ain't over yet. There's some things in life you don't need no degree for. You don't need no money for. You don't need no support for. There's something in life you just going to get through when you tell yourself, I'm going to get through this. Regardless of what happens to you in life, regardless of the adversity, regardless of the opposition, regardless of the trial and tribulation, nothing can stop you. The only thing that can stop you is you. No situation, no circumstance, no piece of adversity can define your life. Never let a circumstance define And I'm not retreating. I'm not running. I don't care what they say on paper. I don't care if you say we outnumber. We live by this and we die by this. We don't retreat. We don't run, we gonna stand, we gonna live, we gonna die by what we stand for and everybody gonna know what we represent and what we're a part of. I got staying power. I got staying power. Be encouraged today that no matter what you walk through, no matter how broken your marriage is, no matter how many times you failed, there is within you a spirit that is greater than whatever is going on around you. If you would be willing to fight your way through this battle, fight your way through cancer, fight your way through that academic struggle, fight your way through divorce, fight your way through it. If you are willing to fight your way through that singing career, fight your way through boxing, fight your way through football, I'm telling you at the end of the fight is going to come victory. And as you crawl up and out of that dismal and wretched place as you rise above what you were 
And as you take the form of who you are supposed to be, you will see that in the very act of standing up, in the very act of fighting on, you will become and you will remain unbroken. Just like that, man. Just like that, Nashville. We're back. We're back, man. Hope you guys enjoying the episode thus far. If you're just not joining us, man, welcome. We welcome you, man. The Black Man Venture Podcast. We are with Reverend Roosevelt Keys the third, man. Raw venting is the season. Nashville, have you heard a black man vent today? We left off the first segment, man, and, and we was we was getting it was it was getting hot. So I had to, I had to, I had to cut I had to put the wad on. It was getting hot. We were talking about mental health in relation to the church and uh reverend keys man we as black people experience and, and we've said this a couple of times to the point where we may have a season on it here real soon trauma mm-hmm. we all have experienced it in different ways in different phases and in different environments but i think the most unique area to experience trauma at is in the church you may have that one sister brian that says something about your stockings you should have put some stockings on when you was eight, nine, ten year old girl, you know, and, and you didn't come from that family where they know about stockings. And she right. may have uh it could be a multitude of things, man. Right. But the point I'm trying to make is we talk about the trauma and the emotion again that we talked about in the first segment, man. My question is this: how do you essentially battle with trauma from one church and it hits you so bad? To where you completely take church and extract church out. What what wow. what what ideas, wow. ways, methods do you have? And I'm I'm really I'm speaking from a from a personal uh, experience that uh, a friend of mine told me as to why she doesn't go to our church no more. If I'm being honest with you, gotcha. and she said she told me that you know it was a couple of things that was said to her about her wardrobe. Again, as we discussed, mm-hmm. mind you, this is a girl man that done stuff in the church, was in ministry. You know, what I'm saying she was actually doing stuff, but you put that emotion factor in there and that trauma. She ain't been back. Wow. She's a member of another church, actually. Still wow. good friends. You know, what I'm saying. Wow, wow. What's the gap? What what? Why are we you know in that situation to where um, the trauma can be so unbearable that it completely extracts us from the church. Well, first of all, we have to know how to approach people. Mm-hmm. You can't just go to a person and say whatever you want to say because you feel that you're old enough and grown enough on, to man. say exactly. it. Come on, man. You have exactly. to get respect on, by showing respect. Mm-hmm. So it's a way that you have to go to a person and say whatever you're going to say. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, some of the people that's going to our young women, yep. they remember when they were. Yeah, and so because yeah. somebody else did them the same, same. way, mm-hmm. they doing the same thing that how it was done to them, mm-hmm. and what mm-hmm. they're doing is is running away from us. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we have to yeah. get out of that mentality yeah. as men. We have to say to another young man, "Look, man, pull your pants up." Yeah, right. That, that's not that's not a that's not a way that we were brought up. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. We are right. kings. Right. Kings dress a certain kind of way. Right. Kings don't wear their pants at their ankles. Yeah, for sure. Kings yeah. where yeah. they dress with style. We mm-hmm. right. we we are black proud people. Even right. when we was back doing slavery, yeah. they called us nigger yeah. and negro yeah. while yeah. we was out there in the field. Mm-hmm. But at eleven o'clock, you became pastor. Mm-hmm. You became deacon. Mm-hmm. 
you became mm-hmm. trustee. Mm-hmm. So you became somebody yeah. and you put on your Sunday go best. Yeah. And so now yeah. that's what we think every time a person comes to church. Well, what if my Sunday go best is a polo shirt? Wow. Mm-hmm. So yeah, true. yeah. So yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody don't yeah. wear a suit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. But now them, hey, can't yeah. afford. Right. But now yeah. if you find a young man that say, Man, I like the way you dress, I want to get a suit. You got enough suits in your closet or you know somebody man, mm-hmm. that you can get that young oh, yeah, man. Without a, a doubt. Suit. Yeah, without a yeah. doubt, man. Yeah. But now when you give it to him, you ain't gotta tell everybody in the church you gave him the suit. So you want to so shine off of what you didn't done <laughs> yeah. for somebody else. Everybody want their name to be called out by the pastor at the pulpit. <sighs> you know, during the announcement. Right. And I mean, <laughs> and we talk about this mental health thing in church. We got to face it that I don't care how much you speak in tongue. Mm. I don't care if your daddy the pastor, mm-hmm. yeah. your mama a missionary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We all have mental issues. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I yes. want to lean in on that because lean in. that, that yeah. was my yeah. reasoning of wanting to do counseling. Mm-hmm. So I have my degree from Trevecca Nazarene University. I have my master's and it's man. in pastoral counseling, marriage counseling and family counseling. And it's it's a big deal for me because number one, growing up in Compton, I happened to grow up during the 80s. Mm-hmm. So there was a blood crip war. Right, right. And so now we dealing with you talking about kids in first, second, third grade going to school and you see body bags laying out in front of the school and some of those in the body bags are your friends. Your folks, wow. yeah. So how do you tell a child how to deal and cope with life when they see their friend laying yeah. in the bag? Yeah. And so now you have those of the Caucasian persuasion trying to explain to us yeah. what didn't happen and they don't understand the life of what we're going through. Yeah, right, right, so right, I feel right. that it's time for us as black men to step up and tell other young black men, look, man, this is what I went through. Yeah. Now, one thing about it is I can't force you to take what I'm giving you. Right. Right. My mama like chitlips. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> but if yeah. she fries some chicken, yeah. I'm going to eat it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so you yeah. got to give people what's <laughs> going to taste good to them. But at the same that. time, you got to teach them why you're doing it. Right. right. And so my right. deal is I got this degree praying that I can help some other people. Yeah. 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 Now, am yeah. I going to base straight to black people? No. Yeah. Right. Right. I mean, if right. you come, I'm going to help. Yes. Right. But at the same yes. time, my community need more people that look like, like me. Yes. Yes. So sure, brother. Yes. Because yes. maybe yes. what I'm doing may inspire another young black yes. man. Yes. And see, because we don't know everybody's stories, just because we all go to the same church don't mean we all know the, and been through the same thing. Our pulpits, our deacon boards are filled full of men who went through stuff but because we never talked to them. I believe you said this podcast started because you had a group of men yeah. that was coming together. Yes, sir. Well, the mm-hmm. thing is, yes, we sir. as black men don't have anywhere we can go to vent with one another. You know what? And you, you just go. said something too, Rev. That's the reason I was bringing them young brothers because I had a bunch of young dudes because I want to bring them in because I want to share my life's experience with them but also give them a place where they could talk about whatever they was going through. And we just went back and forth. And like I said, that's how God birthed this situation. But you just said it. And we got to come out of this. Don't be so private, man. Or your life is so to a point where you can't invite nobody in your space. Right. 
Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And that's what a lot of bros are sometimes. They don't want to invite people in their space. Well, see, you that's why I touched on that trauma thing, yeah, man, man. Because a lot of times, life can hit you so hard, man. I mean, let's just be real. Life, mm-hmm. life can hit you it's so safe. hard. Mm-hmm. You can have all the God in you, man. You can have oh, yeah. all of the scripture in you. Yes, sir. But man, when you going through a storm, yes, man, sir. it's a storm. It's a storm. You know what I'm saying? Like we're talking like rain, tsunami, the, the flood. Like it's it's one compact thing, and there's no telltelling of how long it's gonna be or how short it's gonna be. Mm-hmm. And another thing is when death happens, we don't know how to cope. That's so mm-hmm. true. That's so true. And for so long. Yeah. We have heard, oh, it was their time. Mm-hmm. They 25 years old. What you mean is their time? Yeah, man. Yeah. Just last yeah. week, across the street from Jefferson Street, a 25-year-old young man was killed. Mm-hmm. Pastor Marble was mm-hmm. led that after church service was over with, he asked all of the members to come outside, and they stood there and they prayed. Mm-hmm. And solidarity mm-hmm. for the community to yeah, see man. that we're here for you as well. Yeah. Yes. And if yeah. we got enough power that we say in the church, we ought to let that power be seen in our community. So we yeah. it, it ought not be things that happen in our community yeah. and the church don't speak up about say it. Something. Yeah, right. Nothing right. should happen right. in our neighborhood, mm-hmm. and we as black men mm-hmm. don't say nothing. Now I understand. Sometimes we don't say nothing because they are kinfolk. Yep. So you're not gonna snitch yep. on your own king. Yeah. But if they yeah. wrong, you gotta be mad enough gotta, to say you, you wrong. Yeah. Come on, yeah. Yes, That's sir. why our yeah. Muslim community is getting a lot of our young black Talk, men man. because they real. Talk, man. They not Talk, being man. funny. They not being shaky. They saying, "Look, man, you a black man. You ought to act like you're a black man, and you yeah. don't let nobody treat you no any yeah. kind of way." Yeah. Sometimes we get too soft. Yeah, you know, yeah, 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 you are so right, and man, I'm so glad you touched on that, man, because Mm. I got a brother I work with right now. He's not a Hebrew Israelite, but he said, man, but I embrace that community because of what you just said. They they empower black men. Right. They empower young black men and make them feel like they something. Somebody. Body. It's almost like they like they a good gang or something. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it's sad because I don't agree. With the way they approach scripture, but I agree with what they doing when they empowering these black men. So see, that's the fight we got, man. And like you said, it's almost like like back in the day, Christians didn't want to go door to door, but them Jehovah's Witnesses was knocking on that door every 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 Saturday. Guess what they were doing? Pulling some Christians out of the Christian church over to the Jehovah Witness place. That's what they was doing, man. They because have, they went the extra mile, man. They have the method, yeah. That the Bible told us we just be uh iffy about how we want to do it. Mm-hmm. The Bible says, Go ye mm-hmm. into all the world. Mm-hmm. Another text says, Go into the hedges, the yeah. highways, and the byways yes. and compel men to come. But the issue is we don't want to go out and do because we got an excuse for everything. Mm-hmm. It's too high. <laughs> it's too cold. That's what they say. We, 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 look, we don't want folk to think we the Jehovah Witness. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, yeah. But well, I ain't man. You go, you go knock on somebody's door. They gonna cuss you out. In my bio, you mm. read about me doing street ministry. I did. I, I did. have stood on the streets mm. 
in Houston, Texas, mm-hmm. and have priests and Negroes were saying, nigga, we don't want to hear that sugar honey iced tea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you keep preaching. Mm-hmm. You know, you go mm-hmm. tell somebody your story and they tell you they don't want to hear that. That's cool. Yeah. The Bible says one gonna plant, yeah, yeah, yeah. one gonna, gonna water, water. Yes, sir. but yeah. God gonna get the increase. Right. And mm-hmm. what the issue is, we want the plant and the water and then all of it to come to us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sometimes it's just for us to throw it out there, man. Yeah. and somebody yeah. else go get it. Yeah. Man. And that's why yeah. when we introduce people to Christ, mm-hmm. we don't try to introduce you to Christ so you can become a member of our church. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We just mm-hmm. want you to be a member of the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. The kingdom is not connected to your denomination. Say that, man. Mm-hmm. Say that. Wow. And a lot yeah. of times, a lot of people yeah. are so confused because we got too many denominations. Yeah. And they feel, yeah. oh, if you this, you're mm-hmm. more holier than them. Mm-hmm. If you this, then you more than this. Mm-hmm. No, at the end of the day, we all serving the same God that we right. may not view him the same way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the end of the day, mm-hmm. so when it comes to our mental health, we got to talk about it in our churches. And we need to have people in our churches that's qualified to address yeah, so the situation. True. Yeah, yeah so true. So true. Yeah. Black Men Vent 2, this is Reverend Roosevelt Keys III. I want to thank Reverend Leon Davis and his son, Jonathan Junebug Davis, for allowing me the opportunity to be on the podcast. Let's support these men as they try to support black men because we need to vent too. Bless y'all. Peace. Everybody yeah. is not qualified to address mental health. So yeah, true. Yeah. So but true. then we have to have the members in the church who can help yeah. to step up and do it. Yeah. That yeah. will and help. It, yeah. You know what right. I'm saying? You're right. exactly right. Right. You're exactly right, man. I think the interesting thing too is is what you just said is um a pastor of a church oftentimes can get burnt out. Mm-hmm. And it would help if you have members in place that have experience in counseling Mm -hmm. in therapy you know and that type of thing because granted the pastor's supposed to have those attributes right but you ain't trying to kill the man no he can't do it two four six hundred other members that he's got to deal about along with his family and himself exactly shout out to pastor brooks Mm -hmm. shout out to pastor brooks but i just i commend him um you know just watching him over the years that i've been a member of my church because I, I, he remind me of the Energizer Bunny. He always don't. He just keep moving. Yes, you know sir. what I'm saying? Yes, he sir. just keep moving. And I, I think it's it's awesome because, um, you know, I love my church, man. And I think St. James, we really have a true versatile congregation. You know what I'm saying? And I think it's so important that other churches try to implement that. But as we said early on in this episode, we got to go out there and get them, man. We got to get them. We do got to go out there and get them. Mm-hmm. My undergrad is from American Baptist College, yeah, ABC. Man. If shout any of y'all out, out there ABC. listening, yeah. ABC. Yeah. Yeah. But they they would say it to us like this. When you go get a person, you bring them in, let somebody else do the work. And we had a class where Bishop Joseph Walker was our guest for the day. And he put it to us like this. He said, you see Mount Zion and you see all the glam and all of this, that, and the third. He said, but I don't do it on my own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. He said, I have a yep. team of people mm-hmm. who make yep. me look big. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have a team of people who are well-versed in this, yeah. right. well-versed in that. Right. 
I'm the pastor, but they the ones that's putting the feet to yep. the ground. Yep. Yeah. They're yeah, doing yeah. the groundwork, and then once they do the groundwork, we roll from there. Yeah. Yeah. Pastor Thomas says it like this. If you want your pastor to be a big Negro, you got to make him the big Negro. Big Negro. I like that. <laughs> I like that. And that sounds like something he'll say, yeah. too. Yeah, I like Because yeah. your pastor yeah. only going to yeah. be as big as you make, make it. So yeah. But now, even at that, you got to remember that he's not God. Mm-hmm. Right, he's right, just right. a representative right. of yeah. God. Yeah. So, like the woman at the well, when she went back and told the people mm-hmm. what was going on, she said, "Come see a man. Come see a man." Mm-hmm. We need yeah. to stop worrying about how we gonna get folks in and tell people to come see a man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come mm-hmm. see a man that helped me to look at life different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, however that works for you, you yeah. have to work out your own soul salvation. Right. All I'm trying to do is help you navigate. Navigate, yes, sir. And yeah. if I can help you navigate, I yeah. have done what I said my motto is. Mm-hmm. If I can help somebody yeah. as I pass along, then my living is not in vain. Yeah. I take that seriously because when people see me, they see the God in me, but I never want the God in me to end up being hidden where I make them slip. So I'm careful wow. about what wow. I do yeah. and where yeah. I do, do it. Yeah. Yeah. Because yes, you never yeah. know who's around you and you never want your witness to be tainted because yeah. people don't understand. Yeah. Yes, you sir. said earlier yeah. about the yeah. millennials, mm-hmm. the reason some of them won't come because we didn't did too much in front of them. Well, <laughs> and you know what? And well. it's a scripture they even talk about this. That's deep. Well, That's Paul deep. was yeah. talking to the Corinthian church about how if I'm doing something in front of you and I'm hindering your walk, yeah. I'm I not going to stop do it. that, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. I got yeah. to stop that, man. Yeah. But we won't stop it because no. get what? Because I'm grown, nigga. I do what I want to. Paul said, if, I, <laughs> yeah. Paul said if, if, yeah. if what I'm eating offends you, yeah. I'm going yeah. to the other room. Yeah. Well, you yeah. know, if it's offending you, I'm going to put it up. Yeah. But that don't mean I'm going to stop eating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I, I'm gonna be that nice, but yeah. you know, sometimes yeah. we yeah. we as black men are afraid to yeah. tell people where we stay. See, mm. and I and I I didn't want to yeah. jump into that, but I my son though, we've had conversations here since he's been grown mm-hmm. about stuff I used to do when I was grown. Mm-hmm. But some conversations that they wanted from me, I didn't give it to him because I talked about it in a sermon one time, and I remember um, Tom Cruise. Uh, was it Tom Cruise? I think it was Tom Cruise. Whatever the case may be, is when the dude said, "You can't handle the truth." Mm-hmm. But what he was, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jack Nicholson. Jack but Nicholson. what he was talking yeah. about, when he couldn't handle the truth because Jack Nicholson had done some thing right. that then that that, that that the U.S. government didn't know he was doing, but he did that to keep the name up, to keep the government right. He had to do some stuff. Well, you know what? Sometimes we have to do stuff as right. black men to keep everything in line. And, both, and yeah. you know, and keep we've done things sinking. in our yeah. life yeah. to keep stuff in line. So some of the conversations we used to have as a young when he was a younger man, I didn't tell I didn't tell him everything. Right. Now he's got he's 27, he got a baby. I can tell him more stuff now. Right. There's still some stuff I ain't that told you, him yet. You know what I'm saying? Because well, he gotta reach them other levels, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> that's just like with church. You have some people, I preached not long ago at one of our Masonic conventions, and I said a lot of us are still on spiritual similar. 
spirits. Yeah, yeah. We still stuck on yeah. the baby food. Yeah, man. Wow. Yeah, man. And you can't feed people what they not ready for. Yeah. How can you expect to eat steak if you never had anything to prepare you for? Mm-hmm. And a lot of times we choke folks because we give them more than they can handle. And so when you was a child, especially us as black men yeah. now, y'all may not grow up like this, but my mom and them used to chew the food, oh, and put it in mouth. take it yeah, out of their mouth and put it in our mouth because they know we can handle it. Wow. But yeah. as we got yeah. older, they gave yeah. us a chicken bone. Yeah. yeah. They gave yeah. us what they thought we can deserve, you know, what we can take uh-huh. and, and, and let it go. Well, that's the same way we got to give people the Bible. Yeah, man. We can't expect because you've been in church 20, 30, 40 years that yeah. you have arrived and that you got it together. Yeah, Come super Christian. Because yeah. some on, of them super Christians are yeah. still babes. Man, there you go. And mm. the reason we know some of us are babes because we arguing about things that have nothing to do with Jesus. Mm. 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 <laughs> you know what I'm saying? My job. <laughs> yeah, 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 man. We yeah. arguing about stuff yeah. that Jesus didn't care about. The woman who was caught in the act of adultery, mm-hmm. the text says that Jesus stooped down, started writing in the sand, yeah. and then he said to her, once everybody left, where's your accuser? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before he did that, he said, ye that have not seen, cast yeah. the first stone. Some, yeah. stone. Some of us, we didn't got so holy, we want to cast stones at folks. It's like our stuff don't stink. Man, man you on. know what? Come and I like on. what you said, too. So you can't never get man. so high. In in, in 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 your walk with Christ, did you forget where you came from? That's right. an old adage. Yeah. Well, I just can't forget where you came right. from, man. Yeah. And I think sometimes we get so, like you said, we done sung a good song, or preached a good sermon, and got a few accolades. Now you don't forget about that. Mm-hmm. Now, dog, mm-hmm. you still used to do dope. You still mm-hmm. used to drink. You still mm-hmm. used to smoke. You mm-hmm. still used to say. You still used to do that. Matter of fact, you ain't some too of, far right, from some it. Some of us <laughs> probably still doing it. Yeah, I mean, exactly. you know, exactly, yeah. man. Your issue is yeah. not everybody else's issue. Yeah, right. man. And, right. and the reason that some people are so afraid of church because we got so many hypocrites. Yeah, man. The millennials are saying we see. I thank God that I graduated from American Baptist yeah. when I did. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I went there in 2005. I stayed for eight weeks, but then I left. Mm-hmm. I didn't go back to 2014 and graduate in 2019. Mm-hmm. But I was able to go to class with a lot of millennials yeah, that man. gave me a different perspective yeah, of why they are the way they are. Yeah. They gave me a different perspective of how to approach millennials because sometimes we get so caught up in what we've been used to doing mm-hmm. that we forget that it's a generation coming behind us that we still got to reach out to. You yeah. got to reach them, man. Yeah. You got to reach them. And yeah. when you think about it, the yeah. generation now, the millennials are our children. Yeah. 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 So yeah. however we interact with them, mm-hmm. what they see us do mm-hmm. will determine how they do to the next generation. Man. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. I believe your mm-hmm. child is in the generation. It's a, it's a what letters? Y, Z, Z, Y, Z, one of them. Yeah. Like <laughs> so yeah. so whatever uh, the Bible says mm-hmm. in Proverbs, train up a child yeah, in, the way, in the way he should yeah, go. Yeah, when when he gets old. older, he will not depart. Mm-hmm. Now, it didn't say he wouldn't go anywhere. Come on now. Come here, prodigal son. Yeah. Prodigal son said, Daddy, I wish you was dead, because if yeah. you was dead, give I could get all my inheritance. Yeah, my but 
I'm going to go out here. I'm going to smoke weed. I'm going to drink. I'm going to be with every woman I can be with. I'm going to do this, that, and the third. But when he got tired of eating hog maws and pig feet, when he got tired of eating all of that slop that the pigs ate, the Bible said that he got his mind right. He started practicing his speech. He took his behind home. And when he got home, his daddy killed Bruno and had a barbecue for him. He killed the fattest cat. He gave him a brand new ring. Yeah. He put yeah. some Jordans on his feet. Yeah, yeah. man. He yeah, bought man. him a new outfit. Now, now in the text, he yeah. got a robe. But if we were to bring this, yeah, 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 yeah. Twenty twenty two. Bought him some Gucci yeah. shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't dress him up. And he said this. Right, 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 right. Junebug, you can go do a whole lot of things. But when you come back home, your daddy gonna still treat you like his son. Respect. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Now look, yeah, yeah. and where yeah. you at right yeah. now, yeah. this one thing you said about the pride thing. Mm-hmm. Young black men, if you left a situation and you know you left it wrong, go back and fix that, man. Because you might have to go back. You might have You to. might have to go back. And I'm telling you, man, mm-hmm. especially in this economy we in right now, yes. you might have to go back and stay with mama for three, four years, man. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. get that right, man. You know if, if we be honest, all of us just a paycheck away now. from being in property. Come man. on, man. Come man. on, man. Man, dude. I don't dude. care how long you been at your job yeah man especially here in tennessee so we are right, right to work right state. To state. Yeah. if yeah, they yeah. decide they want to let you go yes. for whatever reason, reason yes. you might be making six figures today yes, and tomorrow you be making no figures. that's yes, right that's right yes, you're right but yeah. we have to become entrepreneurs mm-hmm. we have to become black men that's willing to say okay you got fired from this job but let me help you up you i up. appreciate yeah. what tyler perry did for the dude that was on cosby show they showed him working at a trader joe and they happened to see these these cameras get you in trouble yeah they, they yeah. put him on camera and showed him working in the trader joe and Tyler Perry saw it and Tyler Perry said, oh no, sir, mm-hmm. we finna get you out of this situation. Yeah. You have talent. Yeah. Let me give you a job. Wow. Let me get you to where you used to be. Yeah. Yeah. And he gave the yeah. man a hand up. Yeah. But we so busy trying to keep folks down, we mm. put our foot on their neck. Mm. And if we be honest, some of the folk don't want to come to church because mm. we the only institution that beat up our wounded. Exactly. Exactly. When you sin, exactly. we hold that against you. Mm-hmm. When you, whenever you read the Bible, mm-hmm. and you read it for what it says, some of the issues in the Bible, people are identified by their issue, mm-hmm. their condition. Mm-hmm. There was a woman that had an issue. Had an issue. Yeah. Right. There was right. a young man that yeah. was blind, yeah. and they wanted to know did his parents yeah. do something. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you're you're attached to your condition yeah. with a hand. What, what happened? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So why do we always want to identify? So if we want to identify you, well, you know, he used to be a crackhead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not mm-hmm. what he is now. Right, yeah. right, 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 right. How right. Come we can't get past that? <laughs> I remember I when it yeah. yeah. used to be. Yeah. yeah, you look, what that ought to show you is what God can do because you right. Right. Well, I was that. Mm-hmm. But look at me now. You know what I'm saying? That's not me now. Why we can't give up? Why can't we give God his credit, his just due? 
He brought me from there. That's what he can do. And not only did he do it for me, he can he do, it do it for you. you. If, right, right. if, right. the key word is uh-huh. if you want it. If, yeah. if you want it. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. have to give up something. The Bible says, take up your cross and follow me daily. This is a daily struggle. Yeah. Every time we get up as black men, yeah. put on our pants, our shirt, our shoes, we struggle with something. There's so many mornings I go to work and want to cry. Yeah. But I can't cry in front of my wife. Yeah. Cause I gotta stay strong. I gotta let her know that baby, yeah, we might be in this situation, but we gonna get through it. Yeah. Now, in the back of my mind, I'm going, oh Lord, how are we gonna get through it? Yeah, right. right but to right. her, I'm telling her, yeah, we yeah, gonna yeah, get yeah, through yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, we gonna be all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's well, you know. And I grew up in that yeah. millennial. I, I mean, yeah. I grew up in that stage, you know, where you heard songs like "You just keep on using me till you use me up." Yeah, and yeah. I, I don't need no help to yeah. start the death because I could do bad. By, by myself, myself. Yeah. this is songs i heard <laughs> yeah. growing up yeah man so now yeah, they dude. have yeah. embedded my mind so now yeah. i'm like hey how i get through this well i know jesus can make a way because i heard him sing that at church yeah. like, you know, yeah. he right. can work it out i understand right. but lord how long is gonna take for you to work <laughs> yeah, it out man. yeah man what's the time yeah. frame yeah yeah i, I mean like you it. know like we it. say he may not come when you want him sometimes we go with lord yeah, yeah. We, you know, we keep hearing that cliche, <laughs> but you ain't showed up yet. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I know your time is not my time. Your yeah. thoughts, not my thoughts, but right. Lord, I'm down here struggling. Yeah. 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 But then and they say, yeah. be real yeah. right. like yeah. but then they turn around yeah. and say, no more on you than you, you can bear. bear. Well, Lord, yeah. I don't know how much more I can bear. But right. You know. Right. Yeah. Right, man. <laughs> man, you done drop some nuggets. <laughs> man, it's been it's been yeah, great, man. I don't even I don't even want to get off the mic because I, I just I Keys a good dude, man. Nashville, y'all make sure y'all tap in, man. The Reverend Rosebell Keys the third, man. Great dude, man. It's been a great episode, Pop. Yeah. Hey, man. Before we leave, I want you to leave our audience with one good piece of advice for our black men before we leave. Mm-hmm. Black men, it's time for us to take our rightful place. In our homes, in our communities, in our churches. If we don't take our place, the generation behind us is gonna suffer. Hey man, (laughs) you can't get it no better than that, man. Nashville, make sure y'all y'all really really tap into such a great episode, man. It has been the raw venting season. That we've been into Nashville. This is again the Black Man Event Two Podcast, man. But we want to thank you guys for joining us on another episode, man. Pops. Yep. I tell you what, it's been a good one. And Nashville, tune in for next week's episode. But this one, make sure you pass it, mm-hmm. share it, mm-hmm. tell somebody about this episode, mm-hmm. and go back and check out some of our previous episodes, man. Right. And just support the Black Man Event Two. So as I always say, until next week, it's a wrap. Black man. Don't get trapped. It is what it is. It ain't what it ain't. You can do what you can, and you can't with what you can't. This has been another episode of Nashville of the Black Man Vent 2 podcast. Good morning.